Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Tom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Is there anything better than to be able to go to a beach on October 28th? In these, these airports, uh, that's what we did, Dan, until driven away by the black flies of Brigantine. Were you, like, sunbathing and everything? Oh, yeah, of course. Well, you know, bro, of course. Wow. Yes. Did you go swimming? No. No. The water temperature was only 60, Ooh. which I think was fine by me to no, say you. that I did it. But, nope, the flies again, though. Now, I know Brigantine has gotten rid of the green-headed fly. They made mighty efforts. It used to be... Local lure that you don't go there because I think it was the breeze. The breeze goes one way, doesn't come from the ocean. And even in the middle of October, you think they would be gone. Don't they migrate? Where do all those vicious flies go? And something with the inlet, how the inlet's set up. And yeah, uh, yeah that's why they migrated over there. And oh, God. I don't know if it was happening in other shore points. So Roe has said no more going to Brigantine. Oh, because uh, I'm not a fan of going to Atlantic City. You know what I like about Brigantine by. is the ability to drive up on the beach. I think that's something more beach towns should have. Well, allow. I'm a little bit afraid of maniacs, now that you mention it, driving into us. I wanted to put up <laughs> flags and all where we were. But, of course, Andres is in Brigantine, Ooh, too. So that meant the big ziti. Oh, uh, yes. Terrible. Why? Why, Ro? Why had, do you let this happen, Ro? I actually had it for lunch the next day. Some was left. That's how much they give you. Is Ro supportive of this? Oh, yeah. She has a dish there, too. They, they don't but, even but come she in. She makes it for you at home. I feel that's insulting to your wife. Uh, she can't match it. She would admit <laughs> to it. All right. So uh, it looks at um, Israel, if not a full-fledged invasion into Gaza is pretty much there. We're actually seeing them go in, tanks, etc. And I don't know if they waited to cover of darkness for a particular reason. They're lighting up flares in the skyline to illuminate where they're going after. So we are into the uh, middle of it. And uh, we're going to be voting on aid from Israel. Now, all this weekend, they didn't go after Mike Johnson as much as being an election denier. As much as they went after him for being a full-fledged Christian. Oh, no. An actual Christian, not like a Joe Biden Catholic. You know, not one of those Christians. What a heathen. He's a bad Christian. And they actually, the Atlantic, this is comedy gold. They wrote a long piece on Twitter. They're going nuts. The Atlantic Magazine. Uh, I have it here. Is it the, uh, I got to get it right here. The Atlantic Magazine went after him on the Confederacy. 
And the Atlantic says that Mike Johnson's, in 1867, Mike Johnson's great, great, great grandfather, a Confederate soldier, pledged not to engage in rebellion again. And they go on to say something Mike Johnson has not pledged yet. Are you serious? Yes, they went back to 1867. How many generations is that? It's the three greats and grandfather. If you were back there, you go back three generations and get to the grandfather of that. Well, my Not even the father. Great, great, great uncle is P.T. Barnum. I hope they don't look into his history. It is. Is that the case? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Well, and the Giordano side, on one side and my mom's side, there was a uh, General Burgoyne who lost to the British. Uh, the British general who lost. And uh, now, is that something you readily war. admit, though, if he lost? Well, he lost. So we won. (laughs) (laughs) That's what truly matters. If he had won, then there would be more problems. Yeah. So uh, everybody has one. We have to do that someday of who is in your family that's a skeleton or is uh, a good thing way, way back. I don't know how we would certify what people would make up. P.T. Barnum with Dan, though. Yeah. That's That's pretty good. So now we know that the great, great, great grandfather of Mike Johnson was a Confederate. And the insurrection stuff is in the news today with Trump trying to take away the right in Minnesota and Colorado of people to vote for Trump because of an insurrection clause. Now, you know that Trump has never been charged with insurrection. Don't you have to at least charge insurrection before you can be taken away people running for president on some kind of uh, insurrection charge? 855-839-1210, you'll get on board. But the thing they really went after Mike Johnson on this week was this weekend. Because uh, he did say, I think with Maria Bartiromo, they're going to be sending up, in fact, <clears throat> I have the sound of it, they're going to be sending up a bill that will be strictly for Israel bifurcated, no Ukraine in this. Here's the thing, and I don't have the sound of it, but I I have it in print. Johnson said several times, even with the money for Israel, now I love this about Johnson, whether it happens or not, the mentality, they are going to get, if we're going to give Israel $14 billion, we need $14 billion in cuts. We haven't even gotten to the Ukraine nonsense. For Israel, $14 billion, you want $14 billion, then we need to see $14 billion in cuts. Okay? That mentality is star quality. That's exactly what we need to hear. Uh, this may be a cut. Uh... Oh, well, he might be saying that. Yeah, let's play a cut 9A. Here so he t- what if- he's talking about a standing alone spending bill. I'm not sure if he says we need cuts, too, in this. Here's what he said. Your response, and have you spoken to the president about his request to tie the money together uh, between Israel and Ukraine? Well, listen, we're going to move a standalone Israel funding bill this week in the House. I know uh, our colleagues, our Republican uh, colleagues in the Senate uh, have a similar measure. We believe that that is a pressing and urgent need. There, there are lots of things going on around the world uh, that we have to address, and we will. Uh, but right now, what's happening in Israel uh, takes the immediate attention, and I think we've got to separate that and get it through. I, I believe there'll be bipartisan support for that, and I'm going to push very hard for it. 
Do you believe there'll be bipartisan support in the Senate? Will it pass muster there? I think it will. I, my intention is not to uh, use this for any partisan political gamesmanship. This is a very serious matter. And we heard uh, reports, firsthand reports last night at that event. Uh, they were telling us the, the terrible things that are happening there, the atrocities. There, I, I can't even repeat to you on television some of the things that they told us firsthand that they've seen in Israel at, at the hands of Hamas and, and their, their accomplices. And so we've got to address this now. I, we should not waste any more time, and I think we'll get it through the House this week. All right, so um, bifurcated, no Ukraine. This puts them at loggerheads, of course, with Mitch McConnell, which is good. Let's get it on with Mitch McConnell, who doesn't represent anybody other than in Kentucky, where he throws money there, and they're still going to vote for him. So with uh, Mike Johnson, as I said, he did say, we're going to be looking for $14 billion in cuts if we're going to give this money to Israel. That's Israel, let alone Ukraine. They want, what, $78 billion. Where are we going to find those cuts? But that's exactly the approach, and that's one of the reasons they already hate this guy. Here is, though, of course, Jen Psaki. Jen Psaki on MSNBC uh, talking about he's a scary guy. Mike Johnson, see, they don't like it. He's amicable. He doesn't look like a, a guy that's getting, you know, coming over the top rope, let's face it, like Jim Jordan does, just ready for action. Johnson, you know, is amicable, and that makes him scary. <laughs> Before we get into this clip, yeah. I just got a question. His glasses that yeah. he wears, uh, are, are those uh, stereotypically uh, liberal glasses, or is there something to them? Yeah, I think there is. Is yeah. there? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Is, in this clip at some point, Jen Psaki makes a remark about them, like, oh, he has the glasses and the suit. Like, it's like some kind of appeal to... He does dress well, too. He seems to stay inside of one suit type. But he does look good. I guess he yeah. has like the Rachel Maddow slash Chris Hayes style lenses, right? Uh, not quite. That. Not nothing's like Chris Hayes, but they are kind of owlish. Yeah, I may have to change lenses. I kind of it'll be a I rage. Mean, you should go for that. Job. I mean, yeah. with it. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I might give that a shot. I like his hair. The guys, I got to see that hair up close. It's got great hair. But here's Mike Johnson now. Be scared of him. He's actually a Christian. So let's take a few minutes to talk about this new speaker. First glance, Mike Johnson does seem fine, finish. Conservative, yes, but he once started a civility caucus with a Democrat. And I mean, if nothing else, he wears a suit and has glasses. How threatening can this guy actually be? Well, he gave us all a little clue as to how he would govern in an interview this week. I am a Bible-believing Christian. Someone asked me today in the media, they said, it's curious, people are curious, what does Mike Johnson think about any issue under the sun? I said, well... Go pick up a Bible off your shelf and read it. That's that's my worldview. Uh-oh. You heard that right. The Bible doesn't just inform his worldview. It is his worldview. In fact, during his first speech in his new job, Johnson suggested that his election as speaker was an act of God. Talk about a bit of a humble brag there. So what exactly has God apparently called on Mike Johnson to do? Well, his views on policy are essentially what you'd expect from a religious fundamentalist. They're more divisive than they are divine. <laughs> more divisive than they are divine. She's just coining them. She's rolling them out one after another. Here we go again with that scary. But Biden's devoutness, devout Catholic, that's not scary because he's for abortion up and down the line. So there's nothing scary there.
I thought they would spend more time on the alleged election denier trying to throw the election and all that. No, they're going with the Christian thing for this week. We'll see how the page turns, but I don't think this guy could be off to a better start. And the uh, Ukraine situation, that money coming up, I feel more confident now. They're going to separate it. They might give them some. There might be an appetite for that, but they're not getting $78 billion and all this money rolled into along with the uh, Israeli money. Not happening. All right, I'm, I'm looking at something that is started up, and it speaks ill of where we are here in the Delaware Valley, Dan. 100-plus colleges and universities across the nation, that's 100-plus, have formed a coalition And the only thing you have to say to be part of this, they've issued a statement, we stand with Israel against Hamas. We stand with Israel against Hamas. That's what the premise is to be part of this. So I went through this. I guess St. Joe's doesn't stand with Israel against Hamas. Villanova! How about them Wildcats? Oh, come on. Temple! Well, University of Pennsylvania, and of course, LaSalle, Drexel, the big six, the big zero. In fact, I don't see any, and I'm going to scan, I'm on their website, I'm going to scan and see sometime during the show, where is the nearest college or university that stands with Israel against Hamas after what we've seen? Why were 100 plus colleges and universities able to do that. Nobody in the Ivy League, though, not one in the Ivy League signed off. Not one. So that's where we are at this point. Now, it's only going to get worse. They'll start to ratchet up the IDL. Look at what Israel is doing in Gaza. I told you at the top that Israel has moved in the last hour or two more authoritatively into Gaza. I don't think it's a full scale, all their troops, but it is more than just a probe. They are on the march, tanks, etc. They're illuminating the sky to hit where Hamas is. And they are moving forward. The other side's not going to relent on this. They're telling you what they want. They do stand with Hamas. All right, 855-839-1210. Sunni and Cooney both uh, signed on to this letter. They're actually uh, part coalition founders of the letter. Uh, that's yeah. the University of New York and City University of New York, but those are the two closest. I'm shocked with far. City University of New York because that is a rabbit left place usually. They're the closest, you think. I don't, I don't see anything too the much. names now. Yeah. I'm not seeing anybody recognize as closer. Right? Yeah, I don't see anybody close here. So, well, we didn't know about it. Everybody in the college world knew about it. You know about it. Everybody knows about it. Are you going to sign off? We stand with Israel against Hamas. How much easier could it be? So 855-839-1210. St. Joe's University of New York. Is on yes, it. yes, that's St. Joe's. Who would be the last in our area? You would think Penn, but they're under pressure from the donors. Which one would be the last to sign off and say, no, we're not going to do it no matter what you do to us? St. Joe's might be the last. That tells you something about Well, Temple, I can't see that happening either. What, on this letter? Yeah. Oh, it's Penn. No, the donors, though. You I think, think so? that, yeah, the donors are going to get the sniff of this and they're going to go, uh, 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 sign off on this. Yeah. 
that woman will crumple over there. Yeah, I think you'll see that. Looks like a, a good amount of the New York University. So, like, State University, New York, yes. Canton, Binghamton, they all signed on it as well. Uh, yeah. Nass- Nassau Community College. What's so hard to sign off on this? Let's see. Each day I'll remind you, I'm keeping this one, and we'll see who signs off on it. Now, we had the passing of Matthew Perry over the weekend. Uh, I, what I heard in news reports, much more problems with addiction than I had ever heard. You know, I took it as a typical Hollywood thing. I mean, severe, severe addiction yeah, over the you, course of the years. The Whether it's a heart attack and or other circumstances involved with the hot tub, who knows? Only 54. But this show, Friends. Oh, come on. I told you, Dan. It's, it's so, such a good show. It's so bad with me when I tune in to Channel 17 because that's where the 10 o'clock news is that I watch from yeah. Channel 6. If there's 90 seconds, I just flip back. Why, where does this come from? I is have it, to. I just despise David Schwimmer. He, that starts it. But did, did you like, like? Did you miss the boat when it was popular? Yes. Or yes like when it was I, popular, was just the coverage so annoying with Rachel's haircut that you just wanted to tune out of everything? I don't even know about the haircut. That's how much it is. It just bothered me for some reason. It was just, I don't know if I thought it was a knockoff of I, Seinfeld or I, something. I, you love Jim and Pam's development of their relationship uh, oh, in the absolutely, office. Yeah. I, I think Ross and Rachel is a better oh, sitcom oh, relationship God, no, development. That's, you can't beat that. Oh, Pam Beasley would strike you down. So we're looking for today something that you never acquired the taste for. It doesn't have to be TV show, film. Something that was popular, but you just still haven't developed anything for it. Could be a food. It could be something. We'll make it as broad as possible here, Dan. It's it's sometimes called being a hipster. You know, when something's so popular, you got to take the counter argument just because it's so popular. Maybe that's why you dislike something, or maybe you just you just can't get into it. You tried getting into it, but you just I didn't try that much even no, on this one. No, no but I so you just it. you admit to being a hipster about friends. Yes, you just, yes. Uh, maybe it's a so point of honor. With the coverage. Oh, I think I have ninety percent of the audience with me. You're going to see. Yeah, it, I Dan. think you're you, probably right. You misjudged on this one. So I'm going to take off Lord of the Rings, all those fantasy films of one sort or another. And I think today is the day, or yesterday was, National Candy Corn Day. I never had a candy corn. I'm not going to have a candy corn. Oh, my God. It's just horrible to think about that as a food. Uh, Game of Thrones, too, right? Fantasy. Yes. Yes, yep. Bill loved it. Former producer Bill, he was obsessed. So yeah. many people, they'd have parties for it. I just, yeah, I, I tried watching. I just couldn't get better into than it. Lord of the Rings. I, I don't know why. I just can't. I'm with you. I can't do stuff with dragons and fantasy and swords. Yeah, it was and better though. And, yeah, uh, I also can't do. Uh, <laughs> this might this might be sound like a you know a, a, uneducated freak, but I, I've never been able to get into Shakespeare. God, and I, I, I talk it. about it often. Uh, yes. But, the, the the guy is supposedly one of the best writers of all time, but his his words are so covered in muck, and it's so hard to decipher what he's trying to say. And yes, I, I understand that his themes led to so much of what we see in pop culture right. today, but he, I just I he could have written his things better, in my opinion. Oh my god! All right, so you I know what? <laughs> when you call in on the side question, you know how uh, still a few people call in and say aloha. We started that tradition because it was a bit. You might want to hit Dan with a brief Shakespearean verse, you know, like a sentence or two. Sure. Just to uh, throw that back at. And I want to take I want to take the easy meat off the board if I can. Yes. Got to take Bruce off. 
Come on. He's so damn popular in this I, New Jersey, Philadelphia I, I region. Almost for, I almost forgot about that yeah. one. That's right. Yes. And I, I guess I missed the boat of the nostalgia, but he's just, he's redundant. Oh, his songwriting's good, but his right. voice is grating. And, and sitting for five hours to listen to the same songs over and over again, I, I just don't know how people do it. All right, 855-839. He went overtime the other night because he's on the comeback with that peptic ulcer. And overtime for him could mean five or six hours. Oh, man. Do you have enough material? Does he start repeating? <laughs> All right, 855-839-1210. That's the side question. Remember, if you know a line from Shakespeare, feel free to just open with that to rub it in with Dan. And you have to say, when it comes to anti-Semites, the Russians... A plane lands, and they hear a plane from Tel Aviv. They thought some Jewish people were there. They storm the airport by the thousands to get at them. It's just amazing what we're seeing play out. Just amazing. All right, 855-839-1210. How are you feeling about Mike Johnson? It's almost 100% at this point. Although there's that problem. His great-great-great-grandfather was a Confederate soldier. Insurrection, 1867, took the pledge. No more insurrection. All right, get in with Dom here on Talk Radio 1210. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, it is Dom time. Welcome in, everyone. 855-839-1210. Side question today. Something you never acquired the taste for this coming off friends in the news. You can hit us with anything in any realm. And Dan, as predicted... Head of Lettuce uh, goes after you about Shakespeare, uh, the classic line that he has up there. She. Oh, it's she. Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought it was I a he. Maybe it is. Maybe yeah. it is. I'm almost yeah. positive. It's okay. A she. And uh, the line? 
it says the first thing we do, let's kill all the lawyers. Yeah, I'm proud of you, Head of Lettuce. You found like the one of three lines in all of Shakespeare's work that actually do make sense. I, I can up you with twenty for the one that you oh, can understand. Oh my god, it's it's in a it, different language. That sir, which serves to seek and for gain and follows but for form, will pack when it begins to rain and leave thee in the storm. But I will tarry. The fool will stay and let the wise man fly. The knave turns fool that runs away. The fool no knave. Purdy, Dom, what did I just say? Uh, basically, an insight from Shakespeare about uh, yeah. <laughs> no, my, my point I, is I like, have to now that that language I have to read in front of me to I'm get saying, the twist. It's just of, all yes. muck. It's so mucked down. No, that's just oh god. All right. Methinks he doth protest too much. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. You get on board right now. You can uh, jump in. Dan, uh, just in the throes of going through house hunting, then purchasing. Should have gotten Joe Biden and Hunter Biden to help him. Biden sold his house that he got when he first came into the Senate somehow or another. He was only making $42,000 a year then. He sold it for $1.2 million in 1996. After near, and nearly three decades later, it's still only worth $1.65 million. So, the point is... the person who bought it from him credit card company money in other words was this just an example of what he's been doing all along how is it you can have a home for 1.2 million in 1996 nothing happened to it you know nothing and it's still only worth 1.65 million today in delaware you know a 1.2 million dollar home in 1996 got to be three or four million dollars now maybe they just had like really bad renters yeah well (laughs) Can you, imagine, holes in the walls, can you imagine you know? the testimony? Right. <laughs> and and uh, Joe and Hunter did get paid by the credit card companies over the course of time. He's Mr. Credit Card, even though he says he's for the little guy. They're headquartered in Delaware. This just came out, the Daily Mail with it. How do you get a house you sold for $1.2 million? I'm looking to see what he bought it for. Sold it for $1.2 million. Uh, yeah, $42,000 salary. Yeah, it's $42,500 salary. It was $185,000. Oh, that's appreciation, man. In 1974. Yeah. It's like 2022 to 2023 kind of numbers we're seeing there. But, I mean, seeing this is just an example of what he's been doing in plain sight all along. All The, the best example, I forget, I don't have the exact number. When the bank says, hey, this looks like a suspect transaction, that's rare that they they throw that red flag into the ring. And they've done it hundreds of times with his stuff and Hunter Biden's. All right, as I said, Israel now moving in to Gaza more firmly. So the next 24, 48 hours are going to be very, very intense. And the pro-Hamas side is not given up at all. Cornell University. Uh, just while we're on that, Dom, yes. uh, we'll have Scott Perry today at 2.30. Ah, perfect. To talk on that. All right. We'll ask him about that. We'll ask him about Mike Livingston. We haven't had a chance to break down why he voted for him. Uh, Mike Johnson. Why am I saying Livingston? What? Was he a speaker at one point? Wasn't Mike. Ron Livingston's an actor. No. There was a Livingston, I think, who dropped out around the time of Bill Clinton. First, Newt Gingrich did. Former AFL quarterback for the Yeah. Chiefs. No, I think I look at I think he was a uh, speaker after Newt Gingrich, and they both dropped out, and Bill Clinton still was there. Cornell University has told Jews to stay away from the kosher dining hall at Cornell after vicious threats online 
uh, wanting to come there and kill Jews. Now, you could say, well, how do they know? Well, the police and FBI believe these are legit. They've moved into the Cornell campus, again, another Ivy League school. And you have people now having to hire private security cameras, etc., at a kosher dining hall. I've done I've done a kosher event over the years. It was really interesting. We did it over in Elkins Park uh, with listeners, Dan, and food was the same to me, at least what I was eating. So, uh, you know, it's it's the type of thing, though, that's a natural draw for these killers that are out there, and they are not relenting. They're not backing off and saying we were. More details have come off about Hamas. I'm not even going to say what they did to one baby. It's just, it's beyond belief. Did you have matzo ball soup? Uh, no, it wasn't. Oh, I don't know that that's I kosher. I love matzo ball. Is well, it, I think it's kosher. It's not, it no, it, there's a whole set of rigorous, you know. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. was the strict room, and another room was the unstrict room that I was in. So, <laughs> uh, by the way, Gavin Newsom goes to China. And if you've seen it, Dan, you've seen it by now, right? No, the, I, I haven't, oh, the I haven't, I haven't oh, looked it up. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up right Maybe now. wait till after the show, because <laughs> if you see it once, you're going to watch this again and again and again. So he's playing a bunch of Chinese kids that look to be maybe 10 or 11. I'm not sure. Somewhere around there. Uh, YouTube.com slash at 12 and WPH. Okay. I'm going to try to get it okay. on the stream there. And uh, I got to say, he's about 6'4 when I had him in studio. And he's showing Is off. Is really? Yeah. Six, wow. three and a half, six, four. He's got a pretty good spin move, but he's playing with shoes on and everything else. Six, three, yeah. Yeah, so he spins on the one kid in order to get a shot. He's playing 10 and 11-year-olds. I don't know why he's doing spin moves. And then he does a full-fledged spin move, out of control kind of, <laughs> and runs over top of these Chinese kids, almost knocks them out. And the kid had established position. I call a charge on Gavin Newsom. And uh, that should keep him out of presidential politics. What a bad photo op. Man. I, uh, yeah, YouTube.com slash at 12 WPHD. Go like and subscribe. Dom and I are always dining with Dom from noon until 1. I'm going to play a video on that stream right now. Yeah, and when you watch it once, I'm watching you it, can't so. get enough of it. Particularly when he's standing there with the ball <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> he just tackled the kid. Yeah, standing there with the ball in the beginning. And he looks okay to me, like he's got some game. But when he runs he's over top of this so kid. To like yes, and I, he's probably commenting, I expect to shoot some foul shots here. No, it was a charge. I would have called that a charge without a doubt. <laughs> All right, coming up. The, oh, I can't uh, stop watching you. You're so right. Yeah. Oh, Dude, thanks great. to the uh, Freedom from Information Act and uh, other things like that, uh, we're going to talk next with uh, people who really, really monitored the Pennsylvania Family Institute, their leader. How much have we already spent on so-called gender-affirming surgery and or God knows what? Just in Pennsylvania, just in Pennsylvania. And this was under Wolf with Rachel Levine, so it figures, right? Well, apparently it's continuing under Josh Shapiro. How could the state be involved with spending this money? He'll lay it out next year. Dom Giordano Show, always a good time to get on the uh, Pennsylvania Family Institute. We have in the on-deck circle Mike Gear. Michael Gear is the founding president and CEO of the Pennsylvania Family Institute. And they, through diligence and the Freedom of Information Act, have unveiled how much Pennsylvania has spent on so-called transgendered care for minors up until now. One state, 
Does it continue at this level with Josh Shapiro? We'll find out. Let's go to Michael Gear on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Michael, thanks for joining us. Hey, I'm glad to be on. Well, give us uh, the number and tell us what that entails and maybe the length of time, Michael, these millions. Well, the numbers that we have uncovered uh, through the right to know request that we filed with the uh, Department of Health here in in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania indicates that starting in uh, uh, 2015, when the state spending in the CHIP program actually started on this uh, so-called transgender therapy, the drugs and the surgeries on minors, uh, the totaling up through uh, 2022 is more than $19.8 million, and it continues at the tune of about $14,000 per day of taxpayer money on these uh, activities into 2022, taking it well over $20 million, an 8,000% increase since 2015. And what does that entail when we talk about transgender care? What are they doing? Well, there's a a variety of different things. And again, this is on minors that we're talking about here. There's also spending, you know, that goes on uh, uh, for those over 18. But we're talking about children, sometimes as, you know, young as teens in terms of the the surgeries, you know, double mastectomies done on healthy uh, teenage girls or in the case of uh, males, you know, who say that the you know, through some counselors or what they're watching online or whatever through TikTok and things, decide that they want to so, uh, change their sex or their gender, you know, uh, surgery, they call it top surgery, bottom surgery in terms of those sorts of things. But in addition to that, and even uh, at younger ages, uh, puberty blockers, drugs that uh, are used to, to sterilize uh uh, adults, you know, the, in uh, in situations where you have a sex offender, and they give the, this uh, Nupron drug, a Lupron is called a drug that's uh, to uh, sterilize. In this case, they use it uh, off-label FDA at hospitals in Pennsylvania uh, and even Planned Parenthood clinics. Puberty blockers to stop the uh, stop puberty, and then they also then uh, administer cross-sex hormones to uh, girls. They'll give testosterone to boys. They'll give estrogen and other things, all of which have very significant health effects. So we talk about the permanent permanent disfiguring with the surgery that takes place. Again, being done on minors whose brains have not fully developed or anything else. We don't let them get tattoos or even you know get. Uh, Tylenol without parental permission, uh, but we have this kind of stuff going on here in Pennsylvania with minors. Uh, Chris Christie, though, says, of all people, uh, Michael, well, uh, we shouldn't be passing laws against this because if the parents want to do it, then they ought to be able to do that. And And I think you made mention of parental authority over this, but also we don't let parents say the kid can get drunk if we as a parent deem that. No, that's right. Uh, no, that I think Chris Christie's wrong about this, and most people in the polls that we've seen and, and the states that are passing laws to prevent this, again, recognize the the permanent nature of this. Those who go through these surgeries, these treatments or whatever, suffer very significant impacts on, on their lives. For example, puberty blockers, blockers affect bone growth and density and cause sexual dysfunction, voice damage, infertility, among other issues. So then we have the situation with the cross-sex hormones also impacting infertility, can cause deadly blood clots, heart attacks, increased cancer risks uh, in the breasts and ovaries, liver dysfunction, worsening psychological illness and other conditions. You know, uh, in Europe, uh, in England, uh, you know, there are studies on this in terms of these surgeries, these impositions of uh, these these drugs, 
And, uh, you know, famously, they've said, you know, we're going to stop it. The, there's a place called the Tavistock Clinic that has said, you know, no more of this because they realize, number one, the harm, the long-term harm that's coming from it. Number two, the inability for young people, minors, to make permanently life-altering decisions. And we have situations even where parents are sort of driving the kids to this. And we have a new phenomenon in, in society now, uh, people called detransitioners, Chloe Cole, notable, notable among them. There are many others as well who made these choices based mm-hmm. on social media pressure or uh, some counselor, a high school uh, counselor or Planned Parenthood or others telling them, oh, you'll be happy if you change your sex, if you get these surgeries. And these hospitals like Children's Hospital of Philadelphia and others are very happy to uh, encourage this because of the amount of money that is being made, billions of dollars nationally each year now in this uh, gender uh, do, transition. Do you have a stuff. sense, Michael, because I, I am, uh, and I'm in agreement with you about Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, but yeah. I used to be historically the hugest fan of it. I thought it was the best children's yeah. hospital in the world. So my point is it's not some knockoff, defunct little operation out there. These are the most prestigious hospitals engaging yeah. in this. And it yeah. seems to be uh, there might be an advocate or two radical inside there. And the others are persuaded by the amount of money it brings in. Yeah, it's a combination of those. I mean, there was a, a Vanderbilt uh uh, hospital administrator down in Tennessee who was caught online or basically revealed online on video talking about the amount of money that they can make, $40,000, for example, the breast surgery that they would do on a, on a healthy teenage girl to remove her healthy breasts, uh, $40,000 plus. They, they talk specifically about the amount of money that can be made. So there's an ideolo- ideological bent behind it, no question about that, but there's also money to be made, and we think about following the money. And it's not just Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. We also have it at Hershey, uh, the Children's Hospital in Hershey, Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, in uh, Pittsburgh, Children's Hospital in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh doing it. And then Planned Parenthood is in on this game as well. The Planned Parenthood clinics in Pennsylvania dispense these drugs to minors and making it available as well. And there's money involved, no question about it. So the solution in the view of you and the, uh, the Institute there, uh, is it uh, we need to elect a different governor? Or people in the legislature have to do what? Well, a number of different things. Number one, you know, the political side of it is very important. And, you know, a number of states, it's now 20 states have passed laws that are called help not harm to prevent this kind of thing being done to uh, to minors. Pennsylvania is not among them. Part of that is because of who is sitting in the elected office and who's sitting in the governor, in the governor's seat. Uh, so people need to work on that. But the other part of it is just looking and ways to protect your own children, becoming educated about this sort of things. Chloe Cole, the detransitioner that I mentioned previously, she says that social media was very much instrumental mm-hmm. in making her make a decision to go on these drugs and to get uh, double mastectomy, uh, suf- suffering uh, many uh, serious side effects as a result of that, that decision. So parents need to be watching that. And then, again, who we elect into these offices, uh, including in the governor's uh, uh, seat make a big difference, and people need to be educated and then ask their elected officials, why do you support letting teens and younger do these sorts of things to their body that have permanent uh, and uh, irreversible implications? Michael, what's the website for the Pennsylvania Family Institute? Yeah, people can read about this report on our website at pafamily.org, and we'd be happy to hear comments from folks uh, who um, you know want to know more f- uh, from us. It's pafamily.org. Thank you, Michael. Thanks very much. And this is a dogged amount of work here. Thank you. Thank you, Don.
All right, that is the founding president and CEO of the Pennsylvania Family Institute. A lot of money and some activists inside each one of these places, and that $20 million plus in the tail is still going. Why is it so hard to get at that money as far as seeing it publicly, stand behind it? I think Josh Shapiro might, then he would lecture you, and he's protecting reproductive rights somehow or another out of this. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. You get in. Yes, Dan. I just want to make a quick announcement. Uh, YouTube.com slash at 12 WPHT Dining with Dom. We've developed a nice community of listeners that uh, join us in the chat. And please, we would love for you as a listener to join that community. So YouTube.com slash at 12 WPHT. Go like and subscribe. I just found out, Dom, that Robert, uh, RS Robert Schwartz in there, uh, he just uh, he found out that he wants to announce the birth of his newest great nephew, Ace, uh, born just an hour ago. Precious humans, we must fight for. So congratulations, Robert, and your newest family member. Interesting name, too. That kid's going to go where? Somewhere. Ace. I love it. Ace Borowski coming up to bat. It's a great name. All right, 855-839-1210. They take some cues there. Yeah, you, yes, you can't steal that. It's like George Costanza. Soda. Seven. <laughs> All right, uh, 855-839-1210. Ace Borowski. Oh, yes. Like Sounds like a fighter pilot. All right, you can uh, get on board right now, get in on that side question, too. Imagine that amount of money already as this continues. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tom Gere, Dan Show. Good Monday. Uh, kicking things off. Um, by the way, at some point this week, we're working behind the scenes, but here's the gist of it. It's another Krasner story, and even for Krasner, though, uh, Chuck Peruto represents a family where the son of, of the people that are involved, the mom at least, was killed in South Philly in this bar situation. And no, no, there was no bar. It was a 16-year-old. He was a football player. Okay. He was just shot. Oh, he yeah. was just shot. Okay. They're, they're owners of a bar. And uh, in uh, dealing with this, They've tried to get at the accomplices, Carlos Vega, the guy that ran against Krasner the last time, okay? Carlos Vega, uh, it was his last case, and they did get and convict, I believe, the murderer. But it's a question of the accomplices still running free, and the family wants that brought to light. So the father apparently confronts in a public spot one of the relatives of one of the accomplices. I think it might have been one of the accomplices himself. Oh, okay. Well, even better. Working right. as a cashier, yeah. And we don't know all that was said and not and all that, but it's the media not reporting on it yet. 
But our information is they go and arrest the father at 6 a.m. rather than just letting him surrender or something of that nature for whatever the complaint is. Now, this is Krasner at his worst. It just smacks of retaliation on the part of Krasner because these people are concerned that the accomplices in this killing are still out there. So we'll bring you that when it's ripe, when it's set up with Chuck Peruto and a family member. The mother has a lot to say, Don. Yeah. She, uh, she, she's furious because now for six years this has been going on, and, and she claims uh, that she's been allegedly harassed uh, by Krasner. Okay. Um, so, well, the the husband bringing him in at 6 a.m. is yeah. like no call and, and for that, this. It's one of many things that have happened over these past six years that just mm-hmm. going back and forth. And, and this family has been very vocally against Krasner, social media and all. And it seems that Krasner, uh, he, he did wrong here in the first place by, you know, letting the accomplices go willy-nilly. Uh, but then on top of that, he's just continuing to go after this family. Yeah. And uh, again, Peruto, very prominent Attorney representing them also ran against Krasner uh, in a DA's race. So um, we'll uh, we'll have all. He ran the second time. Vega ran the first time against Krasner. I, yeah, that's right. All right. So we'll have uh, all that for you as it develops. But it's unending with this guy. And I don't see. Oh, I know what I want to mention. So. It's an interesting list. Philly Mag is still a, you know, at least in power circles, a big deal, Dan. Over the weekend, I saw on Sunday they put up their 150 most influential Philadelphians, meaning Philadelphia area, not just in Philadelphia. And I can't quibble with the first one since he is from this area, since he's running for president, whatever he says. And since he's all over the place, that would be Josh Shapiro. They have him as number one. One? Yeah. Number one? Well, I'm going to say who I think is one in a moment. In second position. Well, I guess he's a governor. Yeah. yeah. Well, in second position, they have Sherelle Parker anticipating the mayor's race. Okay? They have Krasner at 14. Now... I could make an argument. I'd be willing to debate anybody. As much influence as Josh Shapiro has, look at 95 and myriad of ways. Krasner is more influential for the following reason. We're dealing with life and death. We're dealing with a stone-cold ideologue whose marching orders are now spreading out into the suburbs. Philadelphia's bleeding into the suburbs. How many times have we talked about that? So I'd say Larry Krasner is the most influential Philadelphian by a nose over Josh. As influential as Josh Shapiro is, it's Krasner. And one of the things I look at, Krasner, Dan, is not afraid to be critical of Josh Shapiro. He has been. Is Josh Shapiro ever critical of Larry Krasner? It doesn't that tell you who has influence? Ah, it's like it's, it's like yes. the movies, like when the capos can't yeah. say anything about the uh, leader. You know, I know of no one that Larry Krasner is afraid to call out. There's nobody. I, I also take issue that his little title under in, in the article is quote yeah. controversy magnet. Yeah, <laughs> it's like yeah, fourteen. They have 14. the pen president. I mean, who's she with influence? Come on, pen's influential. That's not life and death. Larry Krasner will send her off to Siberia if he wants to. Give me a break. <laughs> Who criticizes Krasner in Philadelphia, essentially? 
that is on that list that's in power or whatever, that, that is vocal uh, about Krasnick. John McNesby, his little title is police protector at 30. Yeah, at 30. Well, uh, that's the other thing. John McNesby is leaving to head up a state organization. So the FOP is going to have a new president, and I'm um, talking to people there. We'll see how that uh, turns out. But John McNesby was um, incredibly pugnacious and a uh, fighting spirit and had the backs of cops. And I might add, cops from 20, 30, 40 years ago, he was a protector of their family, stayed on top of it. I know that for a fact. So he'll be missed. I don't like going with the Josh Shapiro outfit, but his work as FOP president has been tremendous. So Isaiah Thomas is number 55. Yes. Progressive powerhouse, it says. Sherelle Parker's number two. Yes. Alan Dom's like in the 30s, I think. Yeah. No, 47. David O doesn't make the list? Well, look at the Republican... Take a look at the Republican Party. I mean, but he has some. I, I, I mean, his work, especially what he's doing with the arena down in Chinatown, has influence. Uh, they don't care what he says if he's not mayor. If he's mayor, it would. But if he says uh, we're against it, I don't know. M. Night Shyamalan makes a list, but not David O. All right. Come on. <laughs> All right, eight five five eight three, and nobody from talk radio on there. I might add, that's ridiculous. Uh, 855-839-1210. Hey, well, we're on the topic yes, of local media. Yeah, we're we're asking today. Sorry, didn't mean to cut yeah. you off. What's a taste you never acquired? Yes. Someone says the 6ABC theme song, and that's... Oh, that's, uh, that's ridiculous. It's sacrilege. You can't that's say sacrilegious. that. That's uh, sacrilegious. How could you not train. Uh, That's just being a contrarian, maybe. All right, but didn't acquire the taste. You didn't acquire it. That's the side question. Uh, at one thirty today, we are going to talk with our buddy, Robin Schaefer. What's going on with the whales at the shore? And he's running for school board. And even in Ocean City, some of the things distributed. Pretty hard to believe. And Scott Perry later in the show today on Talk Radio 1210. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.